Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me and Mike for another episode of the Friday Night Panel here on Talk and Fight. Uh, we've got some good good cards to talk about, and we've got some interesting conversation pieces to add on to those talks as well. Always. Do you want to start us off, Mike? What about coming up? Yeah, man. Tonight, guys, 17th. Here it is. A main event matchup of Undefeated Fighters Highlights. The second Showbox, the new generation of 2023 Showbox yep. returnee, Adriel Bossman Holmes, 12-0 with five KOs, takes on upset artist Ismail Melo Virali, 12-0, eight KOs, wow. in a 10-round super welterweight contest. This one starts at 9 p.m., guys, on Showtime from Star Mount Vale Event Center in Kansas. So yeah, this one's uh, this one's looking pretty good. Um, we got a co-main event: Michelle Lopez, fourteen and one with five KOs of Denver, Colorado, looks to win his fourth straight bout after suffering his first pro loss on Showbox when he takes on Edward Kid Vasquez, who is thirteen and one with three KOs of Fort Worth, Texas, in a ten-round featherweight bout. The telecast opener pits two unbeaten knockout artists in former NCAA Division I college football player Kurt Scobie, 10-0 with AKOs, facing Australia's John the Beast Manu, 7-0 with oh, sorry, 7-0-1 with four KOs, uh, with both fighters putting their unbeaten streaks on, on the test, man. In this eight-round super lightweight bout, the card is promoted by Lou DeBella Entertainment. You know what it is. He knows what he's doing. He usually puts on something pretty good. Um, you know, in his showbox debut last March against Vernon Brown, uh, Holmes overcame a 28-month layoff, scoring a unanimous decision fighting past the eighth round for the first time in his career. As an amateur, Holmes won the 2015 U.S. Nationals and was a silver medalist at the 2013 National Golden Gloves. That same year, he also won bronze medal at the World Golden Gloves in the 152-pound division. Holmes is the oldest of 11 children and suffered a family tragedy in 2016 when his 20-year-old brother was killed in a drive-by shooting in Flint, Michigan. This one, you know what? He's a, he's, he's going to get in this ring tonight. We're going to see some great action from this guy. But an aggressive and explosive fighter, the 25-year-old Villarreal from the Bronx, uh, fights under the main events banner. Uh, he is a two-time New York Golden Gloves winner with an amateur record of 66-7. and seven. Uh, In his last fight in July, he upset the unbeaten LaShawn Rodriguez, scoring a six-round TKO on the Danny Garcia, Jose Benavidez Jr. undercard. Guys, I don't know if you remember this one. Um, you know, for his best win to date, he managed to stay active during the pandemic by going back to Dominican Republic to fight three separate occasions uh, he recently received his Bachelor of Arts degree in physical education from Lehman College. And, uh, you know, this guy's goal is to be that 154 and 160 pound champion. So, Graham, what are you thinking for tonight's fights? I haven't looked as closely at them as you have because I've been focused on the Lee Wood story as it evolves. Right, right. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I will I will defer commentary. Uh, I was hoping to have a bigger panel, quite frankly. So. <laughs> I would not be exposed, uh, but I've been exposed. So for me, it's toying costs all the way for these guys. Uh, sorry to say, I, I can't add, I can't add an opinion on this one. But uh, keep going, keep going. Okay. Well, anyways, in the co-main event, we got Lopez twenty-six 
will be making his third appearance on Showbox and was born in Mexico, but now lives in Denver, Colorado. In his Showbox debut in 2018, Lopez got the better of James Wilkins in a battle of young, previously undefeated super featherweight prospects. Tallying a unanimous decision victory, Lopez suffered his first career setback in his last Showbox appearance in 2021 when Jordan White scored an impressive six-round TKO. Lopez compiled an amateur record of 50-5 and five winning gold medals at the 2008 Ringside World Championship, the 2010 Colorado State Silver Gloves Tournament, and the Colorado State Golden Gloves Tournament in, 20, in 2009 and 2015. Uh, taken on Vasquez, who is 27, fights out of his native Fort Worth, Texas. The lone blemish on his record came one year ago when he lost a controversial split decision to undefeated former national Golden Gloves champion Raymond Ford. Uh, he has rebounded with wins in his last two fights via decision. Vasquez was a standout amateur with an 82 and eight record in the in the in in the amateurs. Uh, he was noted uh, wins against fighters such as uh, Aiden Ocha, Irving uh, Gonzalez, Jose Agrell, and um, he scored a split decision wins over Victor Silvinsky. Um, this is all in the pros. So, guys, this kid, he's no sludge in the ring. This one's definitely going to be a great, a great, you know, co-main event. Uh, you know, these guys all putting their O's on the line. But then we got to talk about it. Kurt Scobie, 27. He is a former high school and NCAA Division I football star who rushed for 2,206 yards and 35 touchdowns in his senior year uh, for Monrova Monrova High. Uh, school in Duarte, California. Uh, he signed to play at Fresno State University as a criminal justice major and redshirted his freshman season. Uh, he transferred to Aussie Pacific University in San Gabriel Valley, so, um, southeast of Los Angeles, where he rushed for 2,703 yards and 16 touchdowns from 2015 to 2017. When he failed to hook on with an NFL team, Scobie turned to his first love, boxing. And after winning the 2019 California Golden Gloves title in the 150-pound, 152-pound division, Scobie turned pro in June of 2020, signed with manager uh, Daniel Gonzalez, fighting three times in Mexico, three more times in Dominican Republic, before notching wins in Atlantic City in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, in June of 2001, Scobie decided to dedicate himself full-time to boxing. And at the height of the pandemic bout, uh, one-way economy airline ticket, to New York City, where he soon walked into Gleason Gym and announced his arrival, guys. So this one, uh, yeah, there's lots to talk about here, guys. There's lots to watch. So definitely there's going to be some action tonight. You're not going to want to miss this one. Gets underway, 9 p.m., guys. That's USA Showtime. This one ain't going to cost no money to watch. All you got to do is just flip over the channel at 9 p.m., catch it. I'm pretty sure. Uh, there's a YouTube channel where you can find all the prelims before the bell. Uh, definitely, you can check that out, man. You're going to want to watch the fights on the undercard. Uh, it's uh, it's stacked up for uh, a great night of fights, man. A lot of guys here trying to keep their O. Julian Carrillo, John Cantrell, and David Lopez to round up the card, guys. So definitely check it out, man. You know what it is. That's, uh, that's the card for tonight. Now we're going to get into, uh, you know, the one that you've been talking about and that everybody's been talking about, Lee Woods. And what, what do you have to say about it, Graham, before, before I start rambling on here? Uh, 
right from the get-go we were talking about uh lee wood and uh, his terrific uh, battle with the irishman uh mike conlon and and that was one hell of a fight uh and in this past week and only this past week leading up to the fight uh have i heard so many proponents of the how hard mauricio lara uh punches and uh and that potentially Lee Wood is taking this fella a little too lightly. As a matter of fact, Eddie Hearn came out and said, do not get in there and trade punches with this guy. And, and Lee Wood is in the matchroom stable. So, um, so anyways, I'm looking forward to a really, really great battle between these two guys because right from the get-go, we've been backing Lee Wood. And then all of a sudden, just this past week, all these incredibly positive statements about how good of a boxer Mauricio Lara is, uh, and and what a battle uh he's gonna he's, he's gonna test he's gonna test lee wood definitely anyway definitely. so just some quick comments uh let, let's hear it because i know there's some other great battles going on too oh definitely uh, definitely in, in well, boxing 2023 schedule in the uk is set to begin with a bang at the motor point arena in nottingham saturday february 18th hometown hero lee wood puts his wba featherweight world title on the yeah. line against the big punching Mexican Mysterio, Mysterio Laura. Um, yeah, man. Honestly, he does have some big punching power. Yes, Lee. We'll go lethal. Lee, lethal Wood here. Uh, 2022, <laughs> right. memorable stop. You know, that memorable stop, Michael Conlon in the 12th and final round of that epic first defense of the WBA 126 title back in March of 2022, knocking the Irishman out of the ring in brutal fashion to end their fight of the year center crazy we all remember that guys um you know now, now remember if i can interject here yeah uh lee lee wood like sorry i was gonna say lee wood was supposed to fight uh lee wood was encouraged by eddie hearn to fight kiko martinez right uh, who's a, a tad older than uh Maurizio lara so uh lee would turn that fight down in favor of, of taking on Maurizio lara so if he gets beaten by lara it's his own fault but anyway as i said the way he the way he the way he battled the irishman and uh, it came out as a classic fight uh that's what i'm looking forward to so uh i'm oh, looking yeah. anyway anyway keep keep going sorry, sorry to know, interrupt but after that what is now recognized as the wba so you know wba only champion at featherweight after former super champion Leo Santa Cruz relinquished his title on Monday, December the 12th, and the 34-year-old wants to waste no time adding more world titles to his collection in 2023. Uh, the Bronco, 25-2-1 with 18 KOs, has been waiting patiently for his shot at Wood after their eagerly anticipated September 24th fight was postponed following a torn bicep suffered by Wood in sparring. But uh, featherweight KO artist finally gets his dream world title opportunity. Uh, Laura is well known on the UK shores after he flooded and <laughs> and ruthlessly finished Josh Warrington in sensational. Oh yeah, that's right. Remember uh, yep. behind closed doors at the SSE Arena Wembley in February of 2021, ending the IBF featherweight world champion's unbeaten record. Uh, he rematched Warrington in front of a sold out. Uh, stadium in Leeds seven months later, but a nasty cut over the left eye of the Mexican in round two caused by an accidental clash of heads resulted in the contest ending in a technical draw. The power-punching 24-year-old blitzed Emilio Sanchez in three rounds in March of 2022, 
on the undercard of Roman Gonzalez versus Julio Cesar Martinez before stopping Jose San Martin in three in another destructive show of brute force to put the 126-pound division on notice. Um, you know, this is good. This is going to be this is going to be a huge fight. Let let me let me throw in another twist to this. One of the other writers, uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to say he's pro-Mexican, but one of the other writers was saying uh, what the judges and referee in particular should be looking out for is uh, what is described as a straight arm tactic. So apparently this is illegal in boxing. Uh, it's where you literally have your arm straight out and uh, forcing the other fella uh, not to be able to reach you or punch. Uh, anyways, it's an illegal move. But apparently, it's something that Lee Wood has done in the past. And uh, I can't quote specific instances because I've been <laughs> reading a lot about this particular fight. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so engaged with uh, our friend Carl on uh, whether or not uh, Lee Wood's going to be able to pull us off. <laughs> um, He's already come in. There is only one topic this week, and it is this fight that we are talking about right now. And we're talking about the straight arm. The straight arm. So, yeah, it, it, so, so, so this particular writer was, uh, uh, if not advising, certainly warning Lee Wood uh, not to use the straight arm because it is illegal. And if he uses it and if he gets called on it, uh, he could lose the fight um, by using that tactic. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, I still want uh, Lee Wood to win. Uh, but boy, the uh, the writers who support Lara are, are incredible. And uh, it's going to be an amazing fight. Definitely. Uh, honestly, there's a bunch of this, this, this card is stacked too. Um, yeah. You know, we got Dalton Smith taking on Billy Alington for Smith's British super light title. Uh, we got Siobhan Clark uh, versus Dex Spellman. For the He's four, Clark's four and oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Clark's four four, four knockouts, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I believe so. It is four knockouts now. Like Siobhan four, Clark, four, yeah, four and oh, four KOs. Yeah. Uh, in that cruiserweight division, definitely. Yeah. Uh, one to watch for. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, it's going to be a good one. He's taking on uh, Israel Dufus. <laughs> Duffus. Uh, you know, this is going to be a little step up for him, man. Uh, Duffus got some ring experience. Um, you know, he's 28 and 0 in the ring. So um, definitely a test for Siobhan Clark. Uh, Gamal Yaffe taking on uh, Diego Alberto Ruiz. Uh, that's in the Super Bantam. Uh, Kieran Conway. Uh, Jorge Silva. Uh, then we got Junad Boston, uh, oh, man, Peter Cramper. This one's going to be a great fight. Aaron Bowen, Sam, uh, you know, Aaron Bowen making his, uh, his debut to open up the card against uh, Matthew Gomes. Definitely, you know, there's some great fights on here. Gary Cully taking on Wilfredo Flores for the WBA Intercontinental Light title. That's vacant. Uh, you know, there's going to be some great fights on here. Definitely. I'm interested to see the Chevron Clark. I like these big guys. You know, I want to see this guy go 5-0. and oh. <laughs> Yes. Gary Cully, my countryman. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, quick question for Carl, seeing you're live. Um, are you going to be there, Carl? Are you going to be at the fight? Are you going to be streaming live on Talk and Fight? Let, let the fans know what's up. Come on. You gonna yeah, do it? yeah, come on, Carl. We we have the technology. We have the audience. Yeah, Carl. Over, over Let's here. Do it. Let's do it, man. Get that, get, get that Gary Cully interview for me. <laughs> I, I, f I forgot to look. Uh, were there any women uh, fighting tomorrow in Nottingham? Or do, or do they allow that? Yes, of course I'm there. 
Are you ringside? Hey, Mike, you're, you're, Mike, you've, Yeah, I believe Last Bell is ringside for this one. Or they have media passes. We know that. He's gonna get. Uh, he's gonna be talking to Eddie Hearn. That's gonna be good. No, he already did. He, already, he spoke to Eddie Hearn. He uh, he got a couple of good interviews. Apparently, he interviewed Lara as well. Excellent. So um, it, it would have it would have been nice for Carla join us online and uh, hear what uh, not only. Well, I know what Eddie Hearn had to say. Uh, <laughs> Haley would don't get in there too close. Uh, but he had more to say about Anthony Joshua than he did about uh, Lee Wood, uh, knowing Eddie Hearn. But uh, and uh, who, who's that announcer guy? Uh, the guy with all the dreads. Uh, what the heck's that guy's name? But I, I thought that's the other fellow who. Uh, yeah, 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 he's good. He's I like him. But uh, anyway, that's the other fellow that was on Last Bell Boxing. With all so. the dreads, man. Yo, that guy's dreads touched the floor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a great voice. He's got a great. He's a great announcer. He really is. Definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah. So you know what? This card, it's uh, it's it's big, man. It's one that everybody's talking about. I can't wait. I'm super excited. This one gets underway 2 p.m. Guys, set your PVRs if you're at work. You're not gonna want to miss this one. You're not gonna want to hear it from somebody else's point of view. You're definitely going to watch it on your own. David Diamante, proper good fella. Yes, yes, he is. Shout out to him and his wonderful ring announcing voice oh yeah definitely he's made a mark on boxing he's got style real style Not yeah like, like michael yeah. buffer type style you know what i mean like uh it's it's just something you pay attention to and 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 the cadence in his voice is just absolute perfection great 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 ring announcer then uh you know to round out the evening we got another card uh this one 9 p.m Oh, can I say something else though before you get going? Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm, I'm cur curious, Carl. Seeing you interviewed uh, Diamante, I'm just curious. Did you ask him when he was growing up? Did he want to be a ring announcer? Like, ever since I was a kid, I saw Michael Buffer, and I saw. <laughs> I want to be a ring announcer when I grow up. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No. No. Uh, he, he would knock out in round six, says Carl. Wow, I say you better get it done quickly if he's going to do it at all. Because uh, if I don't think he can go toe to toe with Lara and go the distance, and don't leave it in the hands of the judges. No, no, right. this one is this one is definitely not being left in the hands of the judges. That's for sure. Cannot be left in the hands of judges. So when you get when you get your little water break from watching that card, and uh, you get that hour before this one even starts, uh, we got the Neri and Hovenician card going on. Uh, starting at 9 p.m., two of the most aggressive forward-pressing super bantamweights in boxing will face off in a 12-round WBC Eliminator Saturday, February 18th, guys. Former two-division world champion Luis Pantera Neri, 33-1 and one with 25 KOs of Tijuana, Mexico, will face Azat Crazy A. Hovenician, who is 21-3 with 17 KOs of Los Angeles by way of Armenia. Uh, in a matchup where the winner will be one step closer to a coveted opportunity to fight for a world championship, the event presented in association with Zamfer Boxing is scheduled to take place at Fox Theater Pomona and will be broadcast worldwide live on the zone beginning at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, guys. This one I'm uh, I'm kind of excited to see. Uh, Lewis Neary represents you know the tough fighters that have come from the ranks of Tijuana, Mexico, 
you know, 28 year old former two division world champion with nearly spotless record, having only blemish against Brandon Figura in May of 2021 that saw him lose his WBA, WBC World Super Bantam titles. Since then, he has been on a vengeance to get back on top, securing the WBC Silver and WBO Intercontinental Super Bantamweight titles in his fight against uh, Carlos Castro in February of 2022, and then a third-round knockout against David uh, Carmona in October of 2022. And then, you know, Hovind hails from Armenia and has steadily climbed the ranks to make a name for himself in his division, the 34-year-old Crazy A has earned the respect of the LA fight scene with his impressive, aggressive forward style. Uh, his last string of fights since challenging unsuccessfully for the WBC Super Bantam Championship title against Ray Vargas uh, have all ended in knockout wins aside from a solid unanimous decision victory over Jose Santos Gonzalez in July of 2021. Uh, currently ranked number two by WBC, number one by WBA, number three by the WBO, and number four by the ring. Hovindian is on the doorstep of another world championship opportunity, and this one, this is this is a fight, guys. You're definitely not going to want to miss this. It's definitely going to be uh, an epic main event. Uh, you know, co-main, we're looking at Shane Mosley Jr. taking on Mario Lozano. Uh, we've got Ricardo. Sandova uh, taking on Jerson Ortiz, Asa Stevens taking on Jen Gonzalez, uh, and we've got some debuts, guys, of these young and up-and-comers that you don't know, but you're probably going to want to watch because they're definitely going to give it their all, you know, fighting on this card. This one, catching it on the zone. Oscar De La Hoya promotions. What are your thoughts, Graham? So you might recall a couple of weeks ago, I took part in the Absolute Boxing um, Challenge uh, to pick winners over the month of February. So let me have a quick little look at my piece of paper here. I know I picked Neri to win. Uh, I picked Neri to win by knockout in the in the 10th. Wow. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm three for four so far in my predictions. So I'm Excellent. doing pretty good. I'm pretty sure I'm not. I'm guys. <laughs> guys pretty sure you're not last. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right but anyway yeah so, so that's a that's that's a great fight uh coming up for sure um definitely definitely yeah. it's gonna be some great action for sure um carl yeah definitely join me for the knockout of the week award man and accept that on behalf of our boy lee woods who i think is going to win it even earlier than the sixth round i think he's going to get him out of there by the fifth he he's gonna have to come out swinging hard. Oh, he's he's gonna he's gonna come out swinging. Lee Woods, he's gonna come out there swinging heavy. It's gonna be great. To. I think he's gonna get him out early. I think I think, you know, it might not even go to five. I'd like to see. I'd like to see. I'd like to honestly see Lara just not come out in the fifth. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll bet that's what Lee Wood thought about uh, Conlon as well, though. But th and that that was the whole point of these Mexicans who were writing yeah. articles, yada yada. So it's going to be a great fight either way you look at it. And uh, will there be a knockout? I hope so. And oh, I hope, and I hope he will get that knockout. But boy, oh boy, he's he sounds to me like the, he's. I've not seen Lara fight. I'd like to. I should. I should have gone online. I should have watched his YouTube fights, but uh, I didn't. I just took. I was just so enthralled by what these writers were saying about him. I didn't. Be, I couldn't believe uh, what what a what a what a fight this is going to turn out to be. Oh. So Carl, Carl, you're in for a good one for sure. Definitely being Carl. ringside. Yeah. And now, 
and 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 and, and broadcasting direct to talk and fight audiences around the world. <laughs> yeah, Carl, we'll uh, we'll send you the link. You can just uh, you know send that send, send that right across the sea, right over to us, and we'll we'll put it up live for you. No problem. Yeah, seventeen different platforms going around the world. Who, probably reach twenty thousand. Who wins, Graham? He wants your prediction. Who, on who I already already I already said this. I already said uh, I predicted uh, Lee Wood. If you're talking about Lee Wood or yeah. Denary fight, Lee Wood. I already predicted Lee Wood would win. Um, what, what I'm saying though is, is in this past week, uh, the amount of attention given to Lara uh, indicates it's going to be one heck of a fight. Oh, yeah. And e even with Eddie Hearn saying to Lee Wood, "Hey man, don't go in there." so close as to go into this um, brawl uh do proper boxing and <laughs> and and be careful be wary of this guy this this mexican's head hunting um you know don't don't take him lightly he's no kiko martinez no no he's not but, so anyways so but, I'm, I'm behind i'm behind your boy from nottingham carl don't worry uh, i have two man yo lee, lee wood's a dog he can get in there and get it done he's a grinder you know, he might, he might, he might take some damage doing it, but uh, you know, he's gonna come through with that victory, man. Laura yeah. looked tight at the weight. Yeah, he did, eh? Okay. They all do. Yeah. Well, except Tyson Fury. <laughs> yeah, more... you're lucky. You're lucky. He even shows up. <laughs> so, have you been in? Have you been seeing the stories on that debacle? Oh my God! I know. I Between know. Him, him and Usyk, like, oh wow. So the, the Saudis are willing to pay Yusek and Fury to fight in Saudi Arabia, but they don't have the stadium ready in Jeddah, so they can't hold the fight there. So now Fury's going, well, let's have it back in Wembley. Of course, Bob Aaron wants to be in Wembley because he'll make a shit ton of money there as well. Yeah. But uh, Yusek won't fight in Wembley. Um, so uh, I, who guess, I guess he doesn't want that 45-minute uh, ring walk. <laughs> If it so, if the Usyk Fury fight does not occur in Saudi Arabia, it'll be interesting to see who Bob Aaron picks for Fury to fight and beat, uh, and to see if Anti Joshua can step up to the plate, if he can even beat Jermaine Franklin. Quite frankly, um, uh, and, and, we'll, we'll, and that, we'll see about that. We'll definitely see about that. That's what I'm saying. So if if, jo if Anti Joshua can beat uh, Jermaine Franklin, good for him. Uh, that might set up a battle between him and Fury in the summer. We'll see. I mean, um, well, we'll leave it up to the English to decide, won't we? Yeah, definitely. The definitely. Saudis, the Saudis <laughs> put in the Saudis put in their two cents, and uh, and, right. and I think I think they're losing that fight. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. All right. Sorry, I interrupted you. You were talking about uh, something else. Sorry. Were we? Oh, I thought I thought oh. we got to the uh, the end of that pretty much. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a small card. Oscar De La Hoya promotions. Uh, you know, he, he came out with that banger at the beginning oh. of the year. Wait a sec. Uh, did, did, speaking of Oscar De La Hoya, so uh, not only he, uh, but Bernard Hopkins also chimed in on this Javante uh, uh, Tank Davis fight and uh, Ryan Garcia. So as you know, uh, Tank Davis has had some, um, shall we say, court slash justice issues he was involved in a hit and run a few years ago and uh, has been uh, found oh actually he pled guilty um so the reality of it is is he's going to get his sentencing in may but the fight will if 
if he will finally sign on the dotted line, by the way, uh, for that fight against Ryan Garcia. Uh, that will take place uh, April? April. Yeah, it was definitely April, uh, definitely before his sentencing. But now they're saying, you know, oh, is it going to weigh too heavily on Tank? Is he going to uh, be able to bear the mental strain of facing jail time, which he is? Um, anyway, what has happened with legend Roberts does leaving Golden Boy? Yeah, that's uh, you didn't hear about that. No, Sorry, what's up? Yeah, it's just say um, long time Golden Boy matchmaker uh, Robert Diaz. Well, you know, Roberto, the, Roberto Diaz. Yeah, Roberto Diaz. Uh, he parted ways with the company Tuesday after Oscar De La Hoya um, couldn't pay him. Did not renew his didn't renew his contract. So I don't know what's happening there. Well, I mean, there there is still the issue. Were, were they not happy with his? Were, were they not happy with his his matchmaking abilities or something? Uh Canadian cards. Yeah, there are. There's quite a few. Um, smaller cards. Um, you know, we, we had our we had our nationals last week. Um, well, one of the big announcements that came out of Boxing uh, Canada this week was the boycotting of the upcoming Women's World Championships that were uh, scheduled to be held in India. And so Team Canada's joined uh, Team USA, Team GB, uh, Team Ireland, they're all boycotting uh, something like a dozen countries now are boycotting those Women World Championships that are being held by the IBA, formerly the AIBA, uh, that is run by Umar Kremlov, the Russian, and supported by Gazprom, the big Russian oil giant. Mm -hmm. uh, so an, an awful lot of, uh, not controversy surrounding that, because I do feel bad for the boxers, but at the end of the day, um, you know, Team Team Canada issued a pretty big, long, lengthy from from a fellow, by the way, who heads Team Canada, uh, uh, Ryan O'Shea. You might remember he joined us on the Friday night panel uh, last year. He's out of Vancouver, uh, but uh, he had uh, he had some quite stern words to say, as did all the other boxing federations uh, about uh, Russia and their involvement and in allowing the Russian and Belarusian fighters to fight under their national flags at the world championships which violated the ioc's uh, declaration earlier so the, the the boxing federations basically support uh boxing being in the olympics but not being run by the iba so there's there's quite a bit of controversy surrounding uh again as we approach paris 2024 uh because quite frankly boxing is not and remember, this is a, this is a sport that goes back thousands of years, and was probably one of the uh, only sport that that launched the Olympics um, that had international interest in the years of ancient Greece. So, for boxing not to be included in the Olympics is a travesty, quite frankly. Yeah. And right now, in uh, the twenty twenty eight games that were scheduled to be held in Los Angeles, I believe, boxing is not included at this moment yeah. uh, because of the involvement of the IBA and Umar Kremlov in particular, and the ongoing sad uh, war in Ukraine right now. Anyway, uh, wow, did I ever sidetrack there? Um, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's boxing. It was any news from Canada. Uh, you know, I, I saw on uh, on Boxing Canada's website a great clip of uh, Cody Crowley 
who's uh, continuing his uh, climb, his ascension up the rankings. Um, we should get him back on the show and find out what he's up to these days. Uh, I actually I was talking to him um, about, know, about two, three months ago, uh, just randomly catching up. Uh, he, he had taken six months off after his last fight um, and then was looking to just, you know, recoup, uh, you know, relax with his winnings. And, uh, yeah, now he's looking to get back into it. Cody Crawley, look him up. <laughs> he's from Canada, Carl. Look him up. And he's dangerous. There, there, there are crippler. Yep. There are, there are quite a number, uh, as I keep on saying, now that, uh, boxing is been allowed, uh, to reemerge in Ontario, uh, as the force it should be within Canada. Canada is a huge nation coast to coast spanning quite a few thousand miles. And we've got quite a lot of gyms and quite a lot of, uh, quite frankly, people who can afford the sport. He's ranked uh, number fifth in the world in the welterweight division. Come on. <laughs> there you go. Cody Crowley. Come on. I'm surprised last bell boxing does not know these top five boxers. Yeah. Come on, man. He's ranked number five out of 2059 boxers. Plus we have some uh, top women uh, talent as well. Fighting out of Montreal primarily. Yep. Uh, Jessica Kamara comes to mind. Um, anyway, 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 we're, 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 we're sidetracking. We don't want to talk about <laughs> Canadian boxers at this moment. Cause there is nothing going on this weekend. No. I believe. I mean, we had, we had a big fight last weekend in Pickering uh, at the casino. Uh, so it's good to see. So for example, Carl, uh, Two venues very close to us, one called Rebel Entertainment, where Lee Baxter holds his fights, and the, the other a few miles away from, from Mike on the east side uh, in Pickering at a, a brand-new casino that's absolutely huge uh, that, that was sold out for the uh, United Boxing uh, promotion event there. That was a sold-out show. And, uh, you know, the, their next event is up in Brampton again. The CAA Center, yeah. A few miles northwest of us. So we've got three big centers of, of boxing in Toronto, whereas three years ago, you could count them on, well, no fingers. Well, don't forget also uh, Budo, Budo Boxing. Well, Budo is putting on some pro events as well. Are they? Yes. They, they, I did not know that. Their last, I believe their last event was a pro event. So uh, yeah, Budo, Budo definitely has a nice setup. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the setup at Budo. I like the setup at Red Owl. Red Owl actually. Nice Red Owl is sure, actually. Yeah, Red, Red Owl. There's another one having having pro events too, man. Yeah. These guys are so, all they're all stepping it up. So they're they're all uh, you know the cream is rising to the top, and you and you're gonna Carl, you're gonna start seeing some Canadian names like Lennox Lewis enter those big fights once again. So wait and see. Patience, my man. Patience. <laughs> Anyway, what else? What else? What else is on the the headlines? Uh, not, you know what? That's uh, that's the cards for this weekend. Really, there's um, you know, we got we got Hardy and uh, Cardoso uh, next next weekend, twenty third. Oh, 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 wait a sec, wait a sec. What do you think about? Okay, Carl's favorite subject. Let's touch on it. Jake Paul. Yeah. We 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 we, we know that he's got a poster of Jake Paul in his bedroom. Um, but anyway, I think it's the WBC or WBA. I can't remember which one. Uh, but they're gonna if he beats Tommy Fury, which I think he will, um, 
they're gonna they're gonna rank them. They're gonna really, rank, yes. Oh uh, wow! It's Mauricio Suleiman. So is that WBA or WBC? I think it's WBC. But anyway, doesn't matter. The point of the matter is, is if he beats Tommy Fury, he will be a ranked boxer. And but you know, keep Carl, in mind, if he becomes a ranked boxer, I'm going to send you a poster <laughs> that you have to hang behind you at Last Bell Boxing the next time you do the show. Okay, that's it. that's it. <laughs> you know what? That would be nice, though. It would be nice to see Eddie Hearn come over here and sprinkle a little pizzazz on a DAZN card at Rebel. That would be great to see. You know what? It's interesting. I mean, it's it's easy, it's easy to promote a fight. You know, you rent an arena, you put up uh, the money for the overhead, the prize purses, the applications, etc. Um, and then you need fighters, and so you go after the managers and say who you got available. So. You know, we're seeing fights. I mean, as as on you can see on our talk and fight site, we have a section there devoted to upcoming fights, and the tickets are available. And if you take a look, there's a map there as well that even indicates the fights that are occurring on a global level. You know, and Canada has quite a few, all the way from uh, Vancouver and Edmonton across the country to Montreal, Halifax, and here at Toronto. So, um, you know, no, we don't we don't. We don't dominate the top 10 because they're dominated by politics, quite frankly, and dominated by people like uh, Eddie Hearn. So once once we start developing the caliber of managers and the caliber of promotional expertise uh, that exists in other countries, you're going to start seeing some Canadian fighters in the top 10. Well, you already do. Um, Cody Crawley, ranked number fifth in that welterweight division. That, that, that's, that's the name I was looking for. There it is. The Crippler. Okay. All right, let's have a quick think here. So yeah, so Jake Paul is making headlines. He's uh, he's uh, he's looking to crush uh, Tommy Fury, and uh, and have fun doing so. And I think I th are they fighting in Saudi Arabia or Dubai? I can't remember. We, uh, I believe it's Dubai, isn't it? it it's 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 uh, it's going to be it's going it's going to be a good fight. I mean, love him or hate him. I mean, at the end of the day, Jake Paul forget about forget about his fighting, for example, because he hasn't really fought any boxers yet. I mean, right, right. MMA guys, basketball guys, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But I'll tell you what he has done. He's put his money where his mouth is. He's supported MVP. He's he's brought in some really good, two really good female fighters, obviously. Uh, um, uh, Amanda Serrano and the other girl you, you featured the other week, uh, Shanisha. Oh, Shanisha Green. Green. Shanisha and, Green. Uh, and you and can't forget Ashton Sylvie. And Ashton Sylvie. So three really good fighters. He's putting his money where his mouth is. Um, you know, an MVP is doing a good job of, of obviously managing their careers. So, you know, and I've said, I, I, if you remember, I said this about uh, Terrence Crawford a while back. I said, if he's such a big loudmouth about, you know, supporting various uh, boxers who don't get that shot, why don't you just open up your own company? You've got the money to do it. Well, Jake Paul did. And look what he's doing. I mean, yes, I mean, I really don't like would this. I one really be considered, would this one be considered a social, uh, you know, king of the social media fight? Huh. Was it, wasn't Tommy Fury in a reality show? I think he was, yes. So, one of these MTV kind of things, just like the next guy who's fighting Floyd Mayweather, the guy who was on Gordy Shore, who oh, needs to stay right, relevant in the world. That's right. That's right. But interesting enough, I, I, want, I wonder if you're from England I wonder, or, or Britain, let's just say. I wonder if you're supporting Tommy Fury in this one because I wonder if he's like 
not liked uh, because you know he's, honestly he's, he's got a he's got a he's got a big set of fucking shoes to fill, man. He's, yeah, like, exactly. All the pressure, all the pressure is on him, right? All the pressure is on. He doesn't. Oh, Would Love you? Island. There you go. Yeah, it was Love Island. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I just wonder whether you know the, the 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 British fans are saying the same thing about uh, uh, Tommy Fury as we're saying about Jake Paul. You know, you guys just a reality star. You guys just a YouTuber. He's just he's just a just a just a. But so at the end of the day, we don't really care who gets knocked out. I want to see one of them get knocked out. I don't really care who. Somebody's going to sleep. Somebody's going yeah. to sleep. <laughs> and quite frankly, <laughs> I, I you know, again, I'm not a fan of this, but I'll bet Jake Paul wins that fight. Hey man, he's he's definitely learned a lot along yep. the way. He's come a long way. He definitely has the money to pay for the right kind of training. Um, yep. You know, we just got to think of this. You know, no no amateur career. So what did he do? He paid to have his amateur career in front of everybody. Right. That's what he That's did. Good. He went That's through the amateurs in front it. of everybody under the microscope, under the spotlight. You know, it's uh, it's there's you know there's going to be a lot of added pressure for Tommy Fury to perform. That's that's you know no doubt about it. And look, look, look what else he's doing with his money, which he doesn't have to do, but he is doing it. He's launched a foundation, uh, an anti-bullying foundation in school, right? Right. I don't know if it's global, uh, but certainly across America, and that's certainly needed. I know there's uh, uh, foundations in England as well, like Boxwise, uh, you know, because I, I, I actually think it was wasn't it uh, Tyson Fury's cousin who was killed in a knifing accident. Yeah, accident or a bit of a knifing incident. Uh, so there's a, there's a foundation called Boxwise who goes into communities, opens. I don't know if they open up gyms per se, uh, but they open up venues and uh, help kids. I'm not gonna say get off the streets, but uh, give them some values. The the, the values that the boxing provides. Um, you know the dedication that's needed and the integrity and and you know you got to listen to your mentors and you you have to listen to your trainers and and you have to listen. And you have to learn and you have to, you know, the proof's in the pudding. You know, if you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. But our motto is don't leave it in the hands of the judges. Um, no, no. Or else I would have a show on Sundays. It would be called, the show would be called like best punch of the weekend. <laughs> That's or, right. best, or best hugs. <laughs> The best we, 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 we on, on a on a corporate level, we were asked uh, whether we, we would entertain uh, coverage of other boxing events, whether they be bare knuckle boxing or midget boxing or oh sorry, little people boxing. Um, <laughs> better, go back in, better go back and take that word. <laughs> anyway, it was it was in, it was interesting because you know different people around the world have different opinions on, on boxing, obviously, and. Uh, but uh, if ever you've seen any of those bare knuckle uh, boxing brawls that are happening, I mean they are vicious. They're they're, they're probably what MMA hoped to be um, when MMA. A lot of guys, there were a lot of guys in MMA that went from that kind of bare knuckle boxing stuff, like you know the Axe Murder, Wanderlei Silva, that guy. He, you know, I watched some of his older fights, man, where you know bare knuckle, he could punch. And you'd see that eyebrow split, and then it would just dangle over the eye, and like like a curtain. And you know they're still going at it. Some gross, ugh. yeah, man. It is vicious. Uh, the newest one I've seen is card jujitsu. 
What? <laughs> car jujitsu? I'll send you a link to it later. Oh, you mean little, ro little, little robot cars? No, 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 no. Two grown men get into a car. They buckle up. One is in the driver's seat, the other is in the passenger seat. And then the bell goes, and then they unbuckle, and then they try and, like, jujitsu each other in the car and buckle them back into the seat. <laughs> okay. okay. Right? Okay, which which nation in the world thought of that one? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm, I think I'm, I'm. I'm pretty sure it's. Don't it's, don't say Japan. No, 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 no. It's not. It was a couple of white guys in the car. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't believe it was English. So I'm gonna say East European. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, come on, they were the same guys who uh, you know decided to turn arm wrestling into punching each other while attached at the hand. That that one? that one arm punching thing. Yeah, that one arm punching thing. That had to be the. Beyond bare knuckle boxing, that had to be the most brutal "quote unquote" sport I've ever seen. Oh my god! One arm amazing. boxing, amazing. <laughs> it was like amazingly brutal. Yeah. Or yeah. brutally amazing, but uh, but either way, I mean, yeah, that was. Are they still doing it, or has that been, or has that been outlawed yet? Or oh, or, is that, or, or maybe maybe wild new car, wild new sport, car jujitsu sees Russian men fight in small car. Russian. I was just gonna say, was it Russian? <laughs> hey man, a bottle of vodka and a lot of snow will give you some some great ideas. Or or are you going to the front? Uh, <laughs> give me give me that bottle. Give me that car. Let's yeah. go. Oh my god, unbelievable! unbelievable. All right, Mike. Uh, you're yeah. We got fights to watch. We do. We do. We got fights to watch, guys. Remember, Holmes. Villarreal, come on, 9 p.m. Showtime. It's getting underway. It'll be fun to watch. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. There's one other quick seeing we were, seeing we were talking about Eddie Hearn and we were talking about uh, Bob Arum. Poor old Adrian Broner. Did you hear about this one? Oh God. Okay, so he so he was scheduled to fight mm, somebody. That guy, something happened to him. Then he was supposed to fight someone else, and that guy lasted about a week as a contender. So then he was supposed to fight, uh, is it Michael Williams Jr.? And that kid broke his jaw. So this this was the big fight that BLK Prime was promoting just outside of uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And they were announcing their undercard. It looked like a really good, complete match. It looked great. Okay, yeah. And then this guy, Michael Williams Jr., breaks his jaw this week. <laughs> but now, now... Adrian Broner can't find anyone to fight. To fight. Yeah. 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 And, and, and his quote unquote handlers are being very careful of who they select because they don't want, they don't want Adrian Broner to get clobbered, which is what the writers all suspect will happen, which is right. why he was picking these, uh, I'm not going to say tomato cans because he, they were really worried about this Michael Williams Jr. character. So, yeah, so, well, they so, uh, screen, you know, Adrian Broner's getting old. Well, that's what like Williams Jr. said. So, yeah, know, so, so Adrian Broner's what, 34? 34, yeah. right? So, yeah, and, and he's got a great record, but he's past his prime. And, uh, and, and I don't, I can't even think, I can't think of anyone who could uh, step into Williams. But my point is, BLK is going to take a bath. They need to find someone else to fill that. Yeah. Uh, he's still he's still scheduled exactly he's still scheduled to be on it they just and, they've, and, and, and they've sold tickets i'm pretty sure the arena is actually sold out because i mean 
I hate to say it, but there aren't that many events in Atlanta. Sadly, that what, home sucks, of the... what sucks, what sucks, what sucks is it's a Christy Martin promotion. Ah, that that does no. suck. Sucks yeah. for her, but but I also believe she works for Don King, so there's, there's kind of a kind of a connection there, and I don't really know what it is. Well, there always is a connection, isn't there? Yeah, Christy Martin. What a story! So, has anyone made a movie of that? Yeah, they have. There's actually a documentary on Netflix. Really? But, yeah, there, it was this whole series actually, a docu series. It's pretty crazy. You know, she got shot by her husband six times because she came out as being gay, oh. and he didn't like it. And she she tried to leave him, and uh, he's like, "Yo, you ain't going nowhere." Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> and, and he's gone. You know, she wow. she lived, man. She survived. Tough, tough, tough woman, man. Wow. Honestly, uh, I'll send you the link for it. You gotta watch it. It's uh, it's a great, it's a great series, man. Real tough woman. Uh, definitely a pioneer for women's boxing. Yes. Wow. Yes. Quite a legend, without a doubt. But I'm pretty sure, uh, if you dig a bit deeper, I'm pretty sure uh, last year there was an announcement made by uh, Don King that he had uh, secured her services. I don't know in what capacity, whether as an employee or. You know, as a consultant, I'm not really sure in what capacity. Uh, but but the Adrian Boner fight was her fight, was it? Hmm, I yeah, did not know that. Yeah, I know, I know it was BLK, and you know they've only had a couple of shows so far, and they were really looking forward to uh, big pay per view sales on this one. Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, they can find somebody and that doesn't ruin it. That'll suck. That'll be a big loss of money. That's for sure. Oh, well, oh yeah. Is that, uh, is that is that all we have for this uh, this wonderful Friday night panel starring yeah. Mike and Graham? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a few more beers and we'll be talking all night. <laughs> Give me a few I'm, more beers and we'll watch a boxing match live. Remember that time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Good stuff. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Well, to all the Talk and Fight fans around the world, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Friday Night Panel. Uh, shout out to Carl over at Last Bell Boxing. Definitely, I'm excited that uh, you're going to be at the fight tomorrow. Uh, don't forget, you know, you can always uh, stream that live on uh, Talk and Fight. You know what it is. Um, yeah, fans, we'll see you next week. Same time, same channel, new topics. You know what it is. Fighting solves everything. <laughs>